It's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in Ontario, Canada, with episode number 98 of The Yacking Show. This is the show for awakening you to new perspectives. We talk about life, business, and more, and we try and bring you tips and ideas for the changing world we're living in, and it's certainly changing at the moment. If you like our show, we, please subscribe to the channel you're watching or listening on. The more subscribers we get, the more it helps our guests get exposure. And you might be a guest on our show one day, so the more exposure for everyone, the better for you too. As always, we have an interesting lineup of guests, and today is no exception. But it's not my job to introduce the guest because Kathleen does it so much better than I do. So first, let me welcome my co-host from Waterloo, Kathleen. How are you, Kathleen? I'm doing great, Peter. How are you? Good, thanks. Good. <laughs> and thank you all so very much for tuning in to our show. We so appreciate you. And we love reading your comments, so please keep them coming. And if anyone out there is interested in becoming a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And as Peter mentioned, we have another special guest with us today, and I'm excited uh, for, for her to be here with us. Her name is Nicole Anderson. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Peter. Thank you for having me. Well, Nicole, you founded an organization called Camping for Women, and it's uh, you're very well known within the outdoor travel sector, but um, many may not have heard of, about this. So can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and what led you to um, start this, this amazing organization, Camping for Women? Well, I've always loved the outdoors and um and, and and the health benefits it brings to every being outside in in nature um and i started this because as a result of uh, being ill and trying to recover and i thought when i recover i will be outdoors more and learn to you know, learn to enjoy it more, learn to go, do what I always wanted to do, go outside, go hiking, go camping, spend a lot of time outdoors and experiencing that, experience nature. Um, and when I was uh, trying to discover that, I started on the internet and I found that there was nothing there, nothing there from a women's perspective, not much, not a lot that suited myself. Um, and why specifically women, Nicole? Well, traditionally, I guess that's been camp, outdoor activities and camping. It's been the realm of male aspect. And uh, sometimes it's just certain things were just not suitable. Uh, I needed to know that it would be safe, something uh, I could find information for myself to go outside in nature, experience that as a single woman mm. and be safe and have the right and feel comfortable doing that. So I decided, well, I'll make it an opportunity. I'll try and create a website and I'll get some feedback from other other people around the globe. So it just started as a me try, searching for information that's turned into something bigger. That's all. That's how it sort of come about. Excellent. Oh, very good. Very good. And did you focus on the camping aspect right from the start? Because you've since branched into traveling all sorts of um, different ways of being outside, right? Yeah, that sort of, I guess camping for women is just a, a concept. And I, I, I think that it's something that's not universally accepted, like camping for women, mm -hmm. women in the outdoors. 
around the world just because the outdoors and outdoor activities has traditionally been associated uh, to, to, to men, mm-hmm. like the, the male, uh, the dominant influence mm-hmm. outside. And I thought, well, you know, let's change that. Let's find something that um, will get women outside and get them to enjoy nature. And this was the way that I could do that without any restrictions or, or borders or anything. I can get that information, put it together and, and see what happens. Very good. I've got to throw in a quick one that I think a lot of women around the world have been reading your blog because in 2019, I went to Europe and I did a little hike on the Camino de Santiago. And I would estimate 60 to 70 percent of the pilgrims on that at that time I was doing it were women. By far, the majority were women and not men. And I'll just add to that that I spoke to one Dutch lady of about, I would say, 40, maybe late 30s, early 40s. And the year before, she cycled two and a half thousand kilometers from Holland to Santiago <clears throat> with no hotels booked. And she took a tent so that when she couldn't find a pilgrim hospital, she'd camp in a farmer's field, did it all on her own. And I said, did you have any problems? She said, not one. She said, everything went absolutely no problem. So it just shows you. People are listening yeah. to you. Yeah, it's a good thing to do. And actually, that's on my bucket list <laughs> to do that good. trail. <laughs> Back to Kathleen, you've got something else you wanted to ask, Nicole. Well, I'm, I have to chime in here because I'm an avid hiker and I just absolutely love hiking, specifically in Ireland. Um, oh, it's just magnificent, but that's my story. This isn't about me. But you have, uh, you, there are some, so many travel blogs out there on and sites today about travel. You focus on the outdoors can you tell us about the content of your blogs on your website? Well, being focusing on some, on outdoors is um, something. I guess it's when you when when you travel and you're outdoors to, to get to know the essence of um, a place that you're in in the community. You need to. I believe that you need to experience nature. I mean, I just think it's exhilarating being outside. Mm-hmm. feeling the breeze and the trees and the air and the water it's just how you how I understand and connect with people when I'm out and about across the world and places I go to um tend to be off the beaten track like um Those are where the people don't yeah where people don't seem to travel and it's just um I think the major tourist attractions in the city I think that they're done to death what I think let's experience what it really is to um, to be outdoors and to be um, involved, I guess, right in the place that you are and the community that you're um, in. What mm-hmm. locations specifically do you ha- have you talked about or written about? Well, Africa, uh, Asia. Um, Europe, I've been to you know a few places. Um, in terms of something that's remote, I have been to uh, Easter Island and oh, had wow. a good look around there. Wow! Yeah. yeah, and it's somewhere where where I just wanted to go. I thought, well, that's one of the remote, you know, the remotest places I can find from here. I think I'll go and have a look, and it was amazing. It was just that. beautiful, and there's just nothing. You know, there are Mogwai statues and just a general, you know, a small population. It was just 
just amazing, something I would never normally get to and I don't think a lot of people have travelled to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Egypt, travelled through Egypt. Oh, that was on my bucket list, yes. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, Norway. Yeah. Um, just, 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 a, you know, and I've made a natural uh, beauty travel series about that. Uh, I travelled to Norway because James's family is from Norway and I thought, oh, well, while, I'm, while I'm there, let's have a look around and do some hikes and do some things. And we went to Prekenstolen, um, very difficult climb. <laughs> I only made it three quarters of the way up, but it's okay. Good. Next time I go there, I'll make it. I'll make it. <laughs> well done. Well done. Wow. So then your your blog is, uh, your website are different to a lot of travel blogs in that you write a fair bit of content yourself, but you have a huge number of contributors to your website from all over the world, from what I can gather. So did, did that evolve or did you plan it that way? Um, it didn't evolve. It was just something that, well, I thought, to be honest, I, I think that it's um, better to have the input from other other people. I'm sure that there's many, many women around the world with lots of knowledge and their own experiences uh, that um, would like to be heard. It would just be boring if it was just from the point of my, from my, the point of view of from one single blogger on her own. Um, so I didn't really want the site to be centred around me. Um, as I say, it was just something that I was doing in process of recovering from an illness and it just turned out that way that um i i put out a little ad to does anyone want to contribute to this site and there was just an influx of contributors i believe i've got over 100 contributors now and um so it just seems to have taken off a little bit and i'm curious is there any types of content that uh, you find are particularly popular compared to others um, what's, what seems to be downloaded a lot is the, um, the how to bit, the how to pages from the resources mm-hmm. page, like how to, what to take with you when you go out, mm-hmm. how to, um, how to, uh, how to be safe in the outdoors, what you need to, uh, what should you do? Um, we've got some, you know, there's a couple of resources that we made. What do you want to eat? What do you eat in the outdoors? What do you do if you take children uh, with you in the outdoors? What do you do if you want to take your pets? A lot of people travel with pets. It's amazing, mm. particularly dogs. Mm. Um, you know, so I put together some things with one of the other contributors, like this is a camping thing that we've published. It's just a, a camping cuisine book cookbook that um um something for hiking that we published and they're available online and um in hard copy and that's just something that um the contributors and myself have um put together i don't know if you can uh, it's pretty it's it's a it's a basic thing but it's just i don't know if you can see it but wow yeah yeah very good very good but yeah it's quite good and, and you bring up a good point because with respect to the how-tos, that is so, most people when they're planning a trip and if they've never actually gone on a hiking trip before or a camping trip, there's so many things you have to think about in, tor- in terms of what you're packing um, that they may not even think of. For instance, mm-hmm. here in the Canadian North, wildlife 
and bears mm -hmm. is is an issue, right? So they're told to bring bear yeah. spray and watch out for. You know, so there's so many things that. Um, so that's so so valuable. Back to you, Peter. Yeah, and I was just thinking from my experience again on my little walk in in Europe. I came across some novices who, who hadn't been to your blog and hadn't read any instructions and people in totally inappropriate shoes and people who bought oh. new walking shoes like the week before and not worn them in and they've got blisters all over <laughs> themselves. People who had to give up because they were so ill-prepared. And it, it, I thought, well, how can you come all this way and you know, try and do this and you haven't done any preparation. It's just mind boggling. And of course, there were some really simple tips that um, that I knew, but other people didn't. And one of them was when the weather gets warm, hang a, a face cloth with a safety pin on the shoulder of, of your, the strap of your pack so you can wipe your face when you get hot, you know, instead of having to pull it out. Simple little things that I learned many years ago. A lot of people didn't know. So yeah, uh, what was I going to ask you? Uh, you've won a number of awards and been uh, recognized in all sorts of other media. Does that uh, help you with getting more readers and more more visitors to your blog? Well, it's not something that um, that we focused on, but um, it's it's nice to be recognized, I guess, by peers in that world, in, in you know, in the blogging world, and um, it's I I, I guess. Um, by receiving that recognition, it does extend the reach um, of the site. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I expect it does, and I, I am assuming that it would um, attract the attention of the big search engines, I guess. And yeah. um, and in turn, I expect that that would um, increase the audience, the, the actual um, the the audience uh, participation to the site and the react and reaction to it, but yeah, no, no, it's not something that I focused on and um, even knew about. To be quite honest, <laughs> received well, emails from areas well, saying, "Oh, you've been nominated for this." Oh, okay. Well, Congratulations. Anyway, yes. Kathleen, I, I want to ask Nicole some something else, and it's a little variation on the standard um, question we ask lots of our uh, guests who are in business, and I'm going to change around a little bit. You, you mentioned earlier that you started this website and this whole project uh, while you were recovering from an illness. Now, that's I don't want to go into your illness unless you do. Had you done a lot of writing before or, or any website work before? No. Nothing. I Nothing. started with... You know, let's say I asked Google, so to speak. Yeah. I um, I uh, just Googled, how do I make a website? How do I learn to do this? And they came up, I think it said, something. they came up with WordPress. And to be honest, it took a long time, but I followed the instructions just mm -hmm. literally. To, okay. You know, so here, you know, here, we have, here we have a wonderful example of, of someone who, who did something for therapeutic reasons, let's just put it like that, and has made an outstanding success. And I mean, I've spent time on your website and our readers will and listeners will when they see the link later on. It really is a successful website with huge number of contributors, huge number of visitors. And you started from scratch doing nothing with no training in this. So isn't that example, Kathleen, of, of if you put your mind to something, what you can do? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So, Nicole, I'm curious, what do you attribute your success to with your success to with respect to this website? I think it's because it's, um, well, I think it's successful because it's inclusive to everybody. So in, in that time, um, we, 
genuinely, um, genuinely um, welcome uh, con contributors from everywhere. So we, it, there's no barrier to that. It's all everyone is welcome to uh, contribute, and I believe every, you know every outdoor loving female has something to contribute. Um, uh, you know, even yeah, I, I think it's just this inclusiveness, and we generally because we're welcoming, we welcome everyone. I mean, even male. I mean. It, the website is created for women by women, mm -hmm. but obviously I welcome male readers and suppliers and sponsors sure. and all that sort of stuff. That so it's just that we're inclusive and we allow. And I hope with this that we we that we that I'm helping other women do something to uh, better their lives to improve themselves. Um, and but but I think it's been successful because we're inclusive. We're not a group. Right. We're not. It's not not a little club that's locked down like a, it's not a private group or a private club it's just something that anyone can access so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious for our audience that's you know, some people are out there and they they would love to start up a, um, a website and see great success from it so how when you first started how did you gain traction how how did how was it that you were able to get it out there for people to to know about you first of all well, I guess for each contributor, they have their own little network. So mm -hmm. the more people from different places that did contribute. Did you start with greater than me first? And that it sort of grew from there? Yeah, exactly. Ah, okay. Exactly. That sort of, that was, then I realized that, oh, I've got a contributor from North America. Oh, I have a contributor from south america oh i have someone um from asia and then i realized what was happening i didn't sort of realize at first and it just seemed to it just sort of developed from there and all of a sudden i didn't ha I, I wasn't writing everything i was having people come in and wanting to share their their experiences which which is how it turned out to be a global resource it wasn't just me trying to uh, recover from a stroke and, and learn to, to to work technology and things like that mm -hmm. so that that's how it sort of came about well done I, and i've got to say and as as a, a male in the minority on the show right at the moment but i'll <laughs> i'll speak for myself as as a reader of quite a lot of your content and i will read more um I, I find it, it is wonderful from a male perspective. There is some really good information and advice there that's equally applicable to male and female. So, but while I've got your attention, I'm going to ask you another one, which I hadn't thought of before. And I'll tell you why I ask it in a moment. What would you say the average age of your readers is? I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I, I would say mm, 20s between... Maybe 50. I'm 50. <laughs> yeah, you're probably spot on. I'll tell you why I asked the question. I, I mentioned when on my experience on the Camino that the majority of hikers and pilgrims were women. I was 69 when I did it, and I thought I'd be one of the oldest ones on the road. No way. There were many, many women and men in the 70s and 80s. There was an 84-year-old lady from mm, Eastern Australia, but further south than your part of the world. I can't remember exactly. Maybe... Adelaide, I can't remember. And nope. she, 
she had walked a hundred kilometers with her daughter. Her daughter had done longer and then her mum had flown out to join her and she was 84 and she'd walked a hundred kilometers in know, eight days or something. And she was bouncing around at the end like a teenager. So oh, that, was, that was amazing. That is, yeah, that's something. That is really something. I would like to be able to do that when I'm 84. Let's, that's right. Know, that would um, be amazing. And there was another one from Australia, too, who, who I was talking to at the airport. And uh, she said, did you have a good uh, pilgrimage? I said, yes. She said, how far did you walk? I said, ah, oh, just 250 kilometers. What about you? Oh, I did about 600 from France. And when I got to Santiago, I still had two days before my flight. So I thought I'd do another 100 down to the coast and back again. And she, was old, she wasn't 80, but she was in her late 70s on her own. Amazing. Yeah, quite amazing. Yeah, quite amazing. amazing. Coming from this part of the, the globe, I guess, when we travel over there, we're going to do everything. We're yeah. going to do as much as we can. It's a long way to go. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So so where, where next? Where, where does your project and your Camping for Women go into the future, Nicole? Well, I would probably like it to be a bigger version of itself, I guess, mm-hmm. and continue to promote um, women's health and uh, being an experiencing the outdoors and having fun and um, bettering women's lives in the process, I guess. That's how I would like to see it. Um, as many outdoor-loving women as possible and their family and friends and anyone for that matter to get out there and have a go. I think Excellent. That's, that's so, Nicole, we're almost out of time. So how do people contact you? Okay, well, they can... Uh, Go onto the website and subscribe uh, by providing their email address, name and email address uh, to contact me directly. They can send me an email, um, info at campingforwomen.com or nicole at campingforwomen.com. Uh, just on that, if people do subscribe, obviously they'll get a um, notification every time I publish. So, and you know, and if if they're, ha- if they're happy to share, if they do subscribe, then please share it with their friends and family. And every email will be answered. I promise that I will answer. <laughs> Excellent. And um, people can, our listeners and viewers can get your books on your website. They can order direct from the website. Yes, from the publications area on the website. Excellent. Download that. And a lot of people now in the days of smartphones, mobile phones, uh, are more focused on Facebook and Instagram. Are you on those two as well? Uh, I'm on, I have a following on Facebook and Twitter of around 20,000. Um, okay. I'm not on Instagram. Uh, What's your Twitter? You know, I, I'd like to learn about a bit more about social media in the future. It's not something that I'm really trained in and to be quite, and um, I'm not that savvy with yet but i will be okay what's your what's your twitter twitter handle camping for women oh it is okay that's fine i'll i I may have found you on it no in fact i think i first found you on twitter i think that's where i saw you very the very first time we'll put that on there as well yeah well that's that's uh, from enough for me i do too much talking thank you so much nicole back to kathleen Yes, thank you, Nicole. It was a delight to have you on the show. We appreciated having you. And we appreciate all of you for tuning into our show. We, 
we so enjoy reading your comments. So please um, keep them coming. And if anyone out there is interested in being a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And until next time, everyone, bye-bye. Goodbye.